All right. Well, welcome back to another um, episode of Journey Insider. This is the podcast that uh, we create so that you can have an inside look at what's going on at Journey Church. And so we try to cover a variety of topics and events and things that are going on. And I wanted to mention before we got going um, on this episode that we are also going to be very soon in the near future rolling out a Journey Insider blog as well. So um, I want you to check that out. Um, it's, there are going to be articles on there written by me, written by Pastor Sean, by different leaders um, at various times, um, and it's all going to be good. And so it'll just be another opportunity to be able to hear from people um, and see uh, what's going on. People give insight on their areas and uh, just get you more connected with what's happening. Well, today on this episode, um, we're going to sit and talk just for a little bit about the series that um, we just wrapped up called Won't You Be My Neighbor? And um, this has just been, you know, every time we do a message series, um, it always has a lot of impact and it always makes a big difference because anytime you take any um, topic or issue and you give all of this time to really dig deep into it, um, obviously that brings a big effect. But this one, for me anyway, has been really a special uh, sermon series because every week there's just been something uh, really powerful, really pivotal that's just jumped out to me. So uh, I have Pastor Sean with me here, and um, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. So what it, when, we, when you initially had the idea to do this series, Won't You Be My Neighbor, what kind of brought that on? What, I mean, was it just like a, a God thing and God said, do this, or was, did something give you the idea to, uh, to create this? I don't know. I think I just, um, I think God was laying on my heart like relationships and um, trying to, I don't know. So I just kind of wrestle with some of those things. Sometimes God just will lay a theme or a topic and then I'll just start to meditate on it or read scriptures about it. And, and so that's kind of what happened. I kind of felt like, um, that we needed to address that issue. And then out of that, um, I started for some odd reason, just the way my brain works. I started thinking about Mr. Rogers and then that's where the <laughs> title came from. Um, and then just started to just, it, it's, it's weird because when I do a, a series generally, unless it's like a book series where like a studying a whole book of the Bible, well, even when we study a whole book of the Bible, I don't have a, an outline laid out for all the messages. In fact, most every series that we do, I have no idea how long it's going to be, how many weeks it's going to be, what the content is. Usually I'll have like a week or two, an idea for a week or two, and then maybe that's it, but I just assume there's going to be something else. And so I kind of had that initial idea and wanted to really tackle friendships. And so that was the first week and we started hitting on, on friendships and, and kind of what that would look like because that applies to so many areas of our life. And, and then just kind of centered in on that story of the Good Samaritan. And, and again, just kind of how I, I uh, prepare messages and series, I, I just stumbled upon that Good Samaritan story. And it really just kind of hit home with me that that was kind of an anchor point. And so when I went into the next week, it just kind of came back. And so as I was preparing, 
that just kind of like, well, there's, there's more to this. And this really applies to our family. And this really applies to as we, we get closer to home. And, and then uh, took a little vacation break and then got back into it and, and just really started looking at how being a neighbor applies to like so many areas of our life, our family, our friends, uh, our future. I mean, all this stuff plays into that. Uh, and then a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, I did that uh, message series on being a franchise of heaven. And then again, it just like that theme kept coming up. And you could just see all of this emerging out of this Good Samaritan story. And I don't know if it's there or it's like when you're looking for something, all of a sudden you see it. And, uh, and then, you know, you talked about being the family of God. And, and so it just continued to unfold. And, and so you look back on it and it's like we've covered like a ton of, of issues in there. And, but week to week, I'm going into the week and I don't necessarily know where it's going to go. And so that's kind of scary because Mm -hmm. uh, the weekend comes around with alarming regularity for preachers, as they say. And so that's kind of, I don't know, that's kind of the basic idea of how it started and just how we rolled with it throughout the whole thing. So I'm wondering what, uh, I know you you mentioned, of course, Mr. Rogers and everybody knows, won't you be my neighbor, uh, the connection there. What made you think of you know, of all things, what made you think of Mr. Rogers? <laughs> I have no idea what made me think of Mr. <laughs> Rogers. I think just that the, the, when I started to think about the scripture about, uh, about the Good Samaritan story and who is my neighbor, and then I just started to think about that and meditate on that. And then that phrase just popped up. And so mm-hmm. then I'm like, well, there's a lot of tie-ins. And so then when I start getting hooked on something like that, then I'll start seeing tie-ins everywhere. And so then I, I could see Mr. Rogers. I had Mr. Rogers preach to us for a while. We talked mm-hmm. about the trolley of Mr. Rogers. I mean, mm-hmm. so like the whole thing. And so I really love just being able to tie in those things. And it was so fun that I can't remember, I think it was the second or third week. I can't remember which week it was, but when I, maybe it was the first week when I showed the opening scene, Yes, Mr. Rogers is coming in, he's doing his whole thing. He's changing out his sweater. He's singing the song. And like, to my surprise, everybody was basically singing along with oh, the yeah. theme song. And so that really caught me off guard because I knew everybody would connect with it, right. but it was just really cool to see everybody singing along with it. And so anytime we can take something that everybody knows about and then attach a spiritual truth to it, it's right. pretty cool. So I was really hoping on that first, first message that you would come in with a sport coat <laughs> Then and then change into the a, one. a cardigan, and I had my kids take your me shoes I off, to do that. put on house slippers. I just don't think I could have done that with any real integrity. I would have been cracking up the whole time. <laughs> we could have worked the music up behind oh, you know. so that I you know. could have sung the song and everything. I don't know. It would have been memorable, but I think it's been pretty memorable, uh, even as it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. People have. Resp- I mean, when I was working on this message for this last week. Um, I just kept thinking back to the various different weeks in the series that we've already heard from. And, you know, it just, it, it all, even though some of the different topics seem to be pretty far apart, you know, as Mm -hmm. far as their subject matter, uh, it all gels together really well and supports itself and builds on itself. Um, and yeah, I mean, one of the things that, jumped out to me. Um, actually, when I was preparing for last week, I came across a quote that said, there are some aspects of the nature of God that you'll never experience outside of relationships with others. Mm-hmm. 
And I think people don't realize that, that there are some parts of God's goodness that are impossible to experience or know unless you're willing to be vulnerable and be in a relationship with somebody else. Mm -hmm. He just won't. You're not going to get that. It's like that's the only way that that part of God's nature or goodness can be experienced right, right. through other people. Well, I think that's where, I mean, the whole topic is about love God with all your heart, love your neighbor as yourself. I mean, that's like the whole key of the series. And when you start to look at that, everything is wrapped up in that. I mean, mm -hmm. everything's wrapped up in that. So like, that's what Jesus summed everything down to. And so you can, you can literally pull any life issue and pull it back to that. And so the, on Father's Day, when I preached about having a father's heart, I mean, it was like, th this is what the father's heart is. The father's heart is for the brokenhearted. And it goes right. back to loving your neighbor. I mean, it goes back to that very simple concept. I mean, that love piece is strung throughout the whole thing. And so, I, and that really surprised me because as I was preparing for that message, I really felt like, Man, it just doesn't, like sometimes, and if you haven't preached before, you don't really get this, but sometimes as you're going in, if you're ready to preach a message, sometimes you feel like, okay, this one is really going to land somewhere. And sometimes you go in feeling like this one is not going to hit, but it's mm -hmm. what I feel like God has told me to preach on. And so I'm going to just roll the dice and roll with it. And so that was one of those. And so I went in on the Saturday night and I just really didn't feel like it landed. But then I came into Sunday morning and it was like, I mean, we were in worship, so worship and all that stuff pulls into it, but it was just like, you could just feel the presence of God. And it was just, as I was preaching that message, I almost literally couldn't finish the message. Mm -hmm. And I was just feeling the weight of the Father's heart towards people. And that's what the whole series is really about. Because when we get the Father's heart, then we, we understand how to be friends. We understand how to, how to walk this out in our family. We understand how, to, how it affects our future and how it, in, it interacts with different people in our future. We understand that, that heaven is to come to earth. We understand the family of God piece of it when we see through the Father's mm -hmm. eyes. We understand all of that. And so it, it's that thread that we could literally continue to preach on. It's like one of those things right. that you could continue to preach for weeks and weeks and weeks right. and never run out of material. And right. because it's just woven throughout the whole theme of scripture. And so that's what's been, been fun about it is just to see all the different aspects that, that when you really start to meditate on something and a truth from God's word, all of a sudden you see, I mean, all sorts of angles that you didn't see before. And so that's the beauty of a series. That's why a lot of churches do series because you really get to get in to a topic for a while. And so uh, you can see a lot more fruit and get a lot more traction. So, so how do you see people walking this out? You know what I mean? So it's like, again, I know that there's like a big variety of like subjects and topics all throughout this series. But like, if you, if you go back to that overarching theme, theme you're talking about, um, how do you see this really playing itself out in people's lives? You know, people being changed as a result of this, how would, how would things look different? Well, I think, and first of all, if anybody's listening and you missed a message in the series, you've got to go back and you got to listen to it. Right. Uh, because they all, like you said, they all build on each other. And then also, I think you have to re-listen to messages because, yeah. you know, it talks about building your faith. It's hearing and hearing right. the word. And, and it's just that, that renewing our mind. And then I can't remember who said it in, I think it was, uh, somebody had a word in one of the services, but it was basically, don't just be hearers of the word. 
the right. doers of the word. So yeah, there's like all right. sorts of action points in there that we talked about that we actually have to walk out of the building and right. actually do these things. Yeah, We have to walk into our homes with our families and we can't just hear a nice sermon about family, but we've got to actually do these things and start making adjustments in our life and allowing the Holy Spirit, sitting with the Holy Spirit, sitting with Jesus for a while and, and saying, okay, this is kind of an overarching topic that got preached to a lot of people, but what does this mean for me? Right. What does this mean this week? What does this mean for my family in this season? What does this mean right now? And, and what am I to do with it? What's my application? And, and I think we have to practice listening to the Holy Spirit in real time and then have a quick obedience to that because, uh, you know, we can, we, can, we can go and we can listen to messages all week. We can listen to podcasts. We can read books. We can do all this stuff. But if we never put it into practice, right. then it's fruitless. It's not going to do anything. And so uh, we're called, I mean, when we, when we gather together, we're called to be a community that lists a community of, of the word, a community of the presence of God, a community of the believers of God. And, and out of that should produce fruit in our life. And so if it's not producing fruit in our life, we're doing something wrong. Yeah. And so it's not just an event we attend, but it's, it's a life, you know, we, we, we don't want to just invite ourselves to check the box off with Jesus. We want to follow Jesus and following Jesus is a daily thing. And the whole point of, of hearing a message is to be equipped to do something. And then it's also to be equipped to give something to somebody else. Right. And so I would, if I was, if I was to say something, I would say you, you need to be listening to the Holy Spirit, to what he wants to speak to you. But then also you need to be listening. What am I supposed to take from these messages and actually disciple into somebody else? And when you start thinking about it that way, like how can I use this, not just for me, but to pass off to somebody else, to teach this truth to somebody else, then you become a person who's not just a, a disciple, but somebody who makes disciples. Right. And I think that's what we, you know, when we get in that mindset, we start changing, we start growing, we start doing stuff. Man, I wish they could see me just waving my arms all over the place because when I talk, I'm waving my arms Animated. all over the place. Yes. Well, I know one thing, um, one decision you could make if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I want to act on that. I want to do something. I don't want to just uh, sit around and listen to this, you know, information. I want to act on it. One decision you could make that would uh, give you many opportunities simultaneously to act on it is get involved in a real life group. If you aren't already in a group, um, get involved in one because in it, it, immediately that will place you um, in a situation, in an environment, in a setting where um, you will begin to build relationships, you'll have connections with people, you'll have opportunities to walk out all of these different things. And uh, I know um, in, in Sarah and I, we have a real life group. I mean, there is that uh, just atmosphere, for lack of a better word, when we all come together as a group, where you sense that cohesiveness and that you know spiritual bond uh, that God has designed. And, and there are just so many good things happen in those groups. And right now at, at Journey, we have a lot of people in, in groups, but we have a whole lot more that need to get involved, need to get involved in, in real life groups. So there's an easy way to do that. You can jump on our, our website or you can just actually type in journeykc.com slash groups 
and then you'll see what groups we have available and you can directly contact the leader right there and um, work out uh, getting involved in that group. Or if you'd prefer not to do it that way, when you're in here next weekend, just go up to the, um, to the wall uh, on the left as you walk in, and we have all of our real-life groups displayed right there um, on different cards, various cards. And, and so we have that set up so you can grab a card, you can take it with you, um, and then again, you can use that information to contact that leader. But we want to see you get involved uh, in real life groups. And we want to see you get involved in other ways too, throughout the church, serving, um, getting shoulder to shoulder with people, working together, leading somewhere, serving somewhere on a team. Um, all of these things give you opportunities to connect with people, to build relationships and to see all of these different principles and precepts and good stuff actually put into practice. And this is why I'm glad you brought that up. Cause this is why it's important. Cause you can hear a message and a message can be preached like, I mean, it, it can it can be a transaction that happens like here's information. Here's the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Here's the word of God, you know, passed on in an equipping moment. But the word of God is it, it's to be heard, but it's supposed to be fleshed out or or explored in community with other people, because if you get on an island all to yourself and you're picking and choosing what you want, and that that's the danger of the. The, the, we have technology and it's a wonderful thing, but the danger of it is you can get on the internet and you can just select the message you want to hear and custom tailor a message and then weed out things mm-hmm. you don't want to hear. Right. But when you're in community with one another, you're forced to live that out in a totally different way than just hearing it by yourself. And that's what, and, and you, and the, the beauty is you get to hear how God is working it out in someone else's life. Right. And that may, the Holy Spirit may use that to then work something new in your life. And so if you're missing out on that whole aspect of walking with God, you're missing out. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. there's just, I mean, we, we, we are meant to live and breathe this stuff in community with one another. And so that's a great action step to get involved in right there. Absolutely. Well, um, we want to thank you for checking this episode out on the Journey Insider podcast. Um, As always, I want to encourage you to subscribe or like or share or post and uh, just interact with us on this. And, um, you know, hey, if you like what you heard, share it uh, in social media and kind of spread the word around and um, come back next time. We'll be hitting another area or another event um, at Journey Church and giving you an inside look on what's happening right here. Thanks.